0: you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know, heading into this Wednesday morning, February 22nd. I'm Ailey Shanes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. (music) Electro County Public Schools will soon be holding social studies textbook community input meetings for parents around the county. In light of laws creating textbook bans and censorship from the state government, I spoke with Alachua County Public Schools Public Information Officer Jackie Johnson about how the school system in the county is adapting to this.
1: Well, as a result of the, the changes in state law, the process for selecting books has changed a, a little bit. Uh, the state law does specify that uh, media specialists must go through some uh, training, and actually the state provided the materials for the training. Our media specialists have all been through that training. Uh, it also uh, adds requirements to get uh, some uh, parent input onto the, into the uh, purchase of new materials for media centers. So that's been incorporated into our policies. It talks about uh, making book collections available for citizens to review at, for elementary schools. That's something we've had in place for years at all grade levels. Uh, that uh, anyone can review our book collection. So some of the things we were already doing, uh, some of the things are, are new, and we are certainly following all of those guidelines and we've built them into our policies.
0: So how does parent input work? What does it look like?
1: Uh, it, it kind of uh, varies depending on the situation. For example, uh, our district, and I believe most districts, if not all districts in the state of Florida, are now in the process of selecting new titles for social studies classes. Uh, What happens is school districts have to go through uh, a cycle of selecting new textbooks for certain subjects. A couple of years ago, it was math. This year it's social studies. And as part of that, we'll be holding uh, public meetings. And we've got those advertised on our website so that people can come in and give their input. Uh, Selection meetings are, are certainly open to the public. Uh, And also, if there are uh, as there are new purchases by media specialists, if they come up with a list of of new books and other materials that they want to purchase, uh, they will be reviewing that with a committee uh, at each school that includes parents.
0: What kind of challenges, if any, from the state have you guys faced and what have you guys Done to circumnavigate that?
1: We haven't received any actual challenges yet. And we've had in place for years uh, different options for people who uh, have concerns about particular books to share those concerns and request that they be reevaluated. Uh, so, for example, on our website, we have a way that any citizen of Alachua County. Uh, can request that a school and uh, review a particular material that's available in that school. Uh, and if they are not happy with the decision made by the school, they can then move up to the district level uh, to request a review. So that's open to any citizen of Alachua County in accordance with state law. Uh, but we also allow parents the opportunity uh, to uh, say that there's these certain titles I do not want my child to have Uh, to be able to check them out or have access to them in a classroom if if a teacher has a classroom collection. So uh, that's an option that parents have had available to them for years as well. Uh, Up until this point, we haven't had any challenges that may or may not change in light of um, some of the misinformation that's been circulating on social media. Uh, But we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But those are options that families in Alatra County have had and citizens of Alachua County have had for years.
0: Based on the titles that Alachua County Public Schools currently has, do you guys think that you're in the clear or do you guys anticipate that you will face any challenges?
1: Well, we, we, you know, at this point we don't know, uh, but obviously we are in a very diverse community and people have a lot of differing opinions on um, the books that are available in our media centers. So uh, that's why folks have options if they in particular have a concern for their own child or they as a citizen are concerned about a particular book, they have options.
0: So th- I know that there are some issues regarding a contract between Electro County Public Schools and the Electro County Public Library System where students were able to get library cards before for Electro County Public Libraries, but now that is kind of up in the air because of what's going on within the state government and book bannings and censorship. Can you give us some? context surrounding that and how that's connected with this issue as well?
1: I don't know a whole heck of a lot about it. I just do know that in light of the changes to the state law and the parental rights bill um, and the fact that many of uh, the materials that students would have access to would be available online uh, is that we have to make sure that um, we are not violating the state law Um through this collaborative efforts, through providing uh, cards to students and div- providing them directly to students. So uh, that's something that that we're having to work through right now.
0: What is some of the input that you guys have been hearing from parents so far? And tell me a little bit about the misinformation that you guys have been hearing as well that you mentioned earlier.
1: Right. Well, uh, I mean, actually, from from local parents, uh, we haven't had a lot of uh, commenting from local parents. We've had a handful, if that. Uh, mostly what we've heard is from people who uh, saw some misinformation on social media and were reacting to that on social media. So certainly we've seen uh, you know, comments and, and other postings from people, um, again, on social media. Unfortunately, those things were based on, on misinformation Uh, But it did tell us that what we needed to do was revise our uh, online database of materials so that people have uh, a clearer view of what actually is available to students in media centers. People were looking at books and they didn't realize that those books had been out of circulation for years, or that those books were only available to teachers in an area of the media center that is not accessible by students. Uh, That's something we're working on on clearing up. Uh, So we're going through the database to make sure that what people are seeing um, are the titles of books that are actually available currently to students in our schools. And we expect we'll have that process done uh, by spring break.
0: That was Alachua County Public Schools Public Information Officer Jackie Johnson on how public schools in the county are adjusting to laws banning certain books. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. The Gainesville Police Department announced it reinstated its canine unit last Friday after a month long hiatus to address staff restructuring. WUFT's Avery Lotz reports the unit was previously under investigation following an incident during a traffic stop last July. Terrell Bradley, a Gainesville man who fled after officers patted him down, was mauled by a canine about half a mile from the initial stop. The attack resulted in Bradley losing his right eye and sustaining two broken fingers. Chief of Police Lonnie Scott suspended the dog that mauled Bradley days after the incident. With Florida poised to carry out its first execution since 2019, attorneys for convicted murderer Donald David Dilbeck went to the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday to try to prevent Dilbeck from being put to death. The New Service of Florida reports Dilbeck's attorneys asked the Supreme Court to take up an appeal, saying he shouldn't be executed because of a neurological condition related to being exposed to alcohol before birth. The attorneys asked for a stay of the execution, which is scheduled for Thursday. Marion County Commissioners unanimously approved construction for a Bucky's in Ocala. WUFT's Bradley Schimler reports, county commissioners approved a plan to build an 80,000-square-foot store with three fuel centers, 120 fuel stations, and a 125-foot sign. subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org to subscribe and view the most recent issues. I'm Eli Shanes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications. Have a great Wednesday.